This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, Kristen Studdard. That's me. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Joe. We are here alone. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a rare episode where it's just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, we are going to do something special today, <laughs> you and I. no idea what is so, going to So we are in, we are officially in September. Uh-huh. And we are approaching uh, a, I'm trying to select the right word, a fun, I want to say fun, but I feel like (laughs) exciting might be a little much, but uh, we are definitely, we're approaching an eventful time when it comes to the Rock Hall (laughs) because we are just about, and I'm going to, I'm going to call it a season we are approaching nomination season. Nomination season. Can you feel it, guys? <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the air. It's in the air. It's palpable. It's coming. Everyone can't wait to find out who's going to be nominated to possibly be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You say that with a, a, a glimmer of sarcasm in your eye. You are correct. But I feel as though you are a little bit excited for the nomination. Well, I am because then it means that we no longer have to live where like Moody Blues and Dire Straits are the class of we get to move the on. current class. We can move on. We can finally. Hopefully into something more exciting. Mm-hmm. So as we, as we approach the nominee announcement, which should be in early October, tends to be, uh, we're going to be doing some fun and interesting things uh, on the podcast as we lead up to it. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to play a little uh sh- a short maybe 40 second thing uh for you. Okay. All right, here we go. Am I supposed to know what all of these are held together by? OJ Simpson, not a Jew. Elastica. All right. It's one of my Elastica connections. Connection is one of the best. That's a one hit. Wonderful. So, with that montage I've created. Oh my gosh. Do you know what we're dealing with here? The 90s? Yes, in a sense. So every artist that was in that montage had their first released recording in 1993. which Always makes coming them, up for 25 years. Which makes them eligible to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. So Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler... Deep blue something. Oh yeah, that was Breakfast at Tiffany. I yeah. was like, it's not Dishwalla. Counting blue cars was not in there, was it? No, it was. It not. was Breakfast at Tiffany. Uh, okay. If for if you want the rundown, it was KRS One, Deep Blue Something, Hadaway, Power Man Five Thousand, Porno for Pyros. Wait, what was the Power Man Five Thousand? So this is what it's like when worlds collide. That's right. I was like, it's some kind of industrial song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Semi Sonic, Black Street, Snow, AFI, Candlebox, Adam Sandler, Elastica. Uh, those are all artists <laughs> oh 
who had a who a release recording in 1993 and I put them all into one little montage because obviously there's there's no chance with any of them you know for the most part one hit wonders yeah. obviously Karis one had a uh longer and more important career with Boogie Down Productions uh and you know some of these were like side projects for like Perry Farrell and you know uh I guess AFI had more than one hit but I don't know anyway put them all in a little montage to get us started here. Okay. Because today <laughs> we're going to be going through the artists that have become eligible this year. Okay. So uh, we got all those out of the way. So those we're not going to have to keep talking about. No, we're, we're, we're done. <laughs> Did you lose something? No, we don't have to. Okay. I was like, I don't know if I can have anything else to say other than Connection is a really good song. It's fun. And so is Pets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like a song. lot. I like most. Yeah. I think I like most of those songs. Yeah. Uh, when worlds collide, is that your number one? Of yeah. The, of that montage, I hadn't listened to that song in so long because it's not one that's really withstood the test yeah, of time. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> it doesn't even get the like nod when something is like goth or industrial in a film. Right. Because they know? were the th- of the monsters that were around at that time you know what i mean you mean the monsters of rock well i know i guess i don't because that feels like people who are like important yeah but more the literal like frankenstein monsters <laughs> because they it, i feel like they were kind of third on the call sheet after like rob zombie yeah. and maybe uh literally monster magnet <laughs> yeah <laughs> then it was power man 5000 yeah um but anyway the and another artist who does become eligible this year but i'm i'm not going to uh we're not gonna really talk kenny chesney is eligible this year i just feel like because of the halls uh aversion to country mm-hmm. yeah we, we, the, uh, kenny chesney is just never because he never had anything that was really crossover uh but let's we're gonna go through some artists now this is this is an artist that becomes eligible 93 and i don't really know if uh I feel like they have a lot of cred. They're very cool, but I don't really know uh, about their chances. You get the car, I'll get the map. I'll get the chance to take. So this is built to spill. I mean, this is one of my favorite. (laughs) Right? And I think they have, amongst people who like music, they're very popular. I mean, they just never really had much of a breakthrough. Oh, my God. Uh, If you're, like, cool, you know who Built a Spill is. And they had, like, a, you know, are they still around? They're touring. They've had a long career. They're currently touring. They came through L.A. last year, and I did not get to see them, and they are coming again. And our friend, uh, who was our first episode guest, Nate Fernald, is a huge Built a Spill fan. And he... uh, is the one who always informs me when they're coming into town. Okay. So they are coming. Um, yeah, they're coming soon. And I just saw him the other day and him and Connor were telling me, not the Connor who was just on our podcast, another friend of ours, Connor, and they're coming back. And I'm going to see him this time because I never saw them when oh, okay. they, like in the 90s, I didn't know who they were. I, I didn't get into them until the 2000s. Similarly to Bill Right when Spill, I was in college. Um, another artist, uh, who has the respect, has a little more name recognition. We got Amy Mann, eligible this year. Uh, again, Indie like, darling. Indie darling Amy Mann. Comedy darling Amy Mann. True. Very true. Uh, and movie darling. Movie darling Amy Mann. TV darling as well. She was on Portlandia. But I don't, I don't see, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. So you don't see Built to Spill making a... Um, a splash? A splash. No. That would be the breeders. Um. Right. I was thinking spill, splash. Splish, oh, I see. Splash, um, No, I... I not... He's in. The guy who's saying splish, yeah, splash. Yeah, Bobby Darren is Why in. not Built to Spill? And then I, I've got this artist on the list uh, for kind of the opposite reasons of Amy Mann. They are popular. Uh, Perhaps too popular. Um, but very little cred and also genre bias. Faith Hill. Faith Hill, yeah. I was so, in Kentucky last weekend and listened to This Kiss while driving through ooh. the wilderness. That song rules. Yep, that song is it's awesome. A pivotal moment. That song, it's not, it's like, it's a good pop country song, and that mm-hmm. is a really hard thing to do, in my opinion. I I'll, don't I'll like give it up to, I'll give it up to Faith Hill. But um, she ain't getting in that rock hall. No. No but way. She, I mean, she had a few crossover hits. Yeah. Without question. More, more I mean... You compare her to Kenny Chesney, you know, she had some, 
Those may have gone close to number one, if not number one, on the regular charts. Yeah, but if Faith is get like Shania is getting in, if some if one of those crossover right. country artists is getting in, it's going to be mm-hmm. Shania. Yeah. And also, it shouldn't be induct the other divas before <laughs> right, Shania gets in. Um, but Shania was on a divas, so that makes sense. So she she could in my book, she's eligible for induction. Faith Hill uh, performed at an induction ceremony. <gasps> a weird did? one. Who's she? Sang the winner takes it all when Abba when was in Abba got, what I know it's a weird one right I'm what with one of the guys Benny or Bjorn one of them at the piano while she sang wow is it because the women would not show up they I think were so, like yeah. we hate you guys mm-hmm. yeah honestly we're all divorced goodbye wow uh, yeah. okay so she's got the most in so far but has Amy was... Mann or anybody from Built to Spill performed no way. <laughs> Oh, I know someone one day is going to want to come on and just talk about Built to Spill, and I look forward to that day. It'll be interesting. Uh, next artist was someone I almost put into the montage, but then I looked into it and I was like, "Oh yeah, this artist has a lo- this artist is kind of goofy, but they have a lot of they had a lot of hits." Exhibit, baby. No. Dmx. Oh my gosh, Exhibit. They both are X. Yeah. Uh, Dmx. Well, what- and then I started listening to Dmx, and I was like. There's not a I, damn chance. I love DMX. Too, well, and everybody loves his uh, jingle bells. I mean, this is a banger. This is the ultimate banger. Mm-hmm. Up in here, I mean, this is the ultimate banger. And I love my baby mama. I'll never let her go. Like, this song. Oh, this is an. There's a whole stupid improv warm up based on that oh song. Yeah. That's, you want to uh, hear white people rapping? Thanks, DMX. <laughs> thanks, DMX. <laughs> That's his legacy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was. Uh, Looking into it, I was like, "Oh yeah, he was. He was not just." And he had that resurgence with the Christmas song last year. He has a, I think it's Jingle oh, I Bells. That. Last year, there's like a DMX Jingle Bells mm-hmm. uh, that people were just, you know, loving in an ironic way. But I got love for DMX. Listening to these songs, I was like, "These songs were great," and you still hear them. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. Uh, next up is we, we now we've got a, a few bands coming up where it's like they they weren't one hit wonders. Uh, they had a few hits, but the they did not exactly. So we're going from like least likely to more likely to most likely as, as much as I could. At, there's a certain On the point Joe scale when you're trying to decide between you know Faith Hill and DMX, and you're like, <laughs> I guess I gotta pick one over the other. Everclear. Yeah. They'll never get in. Or maybe they will. They'll never get in. Because they never did anything after Correct. The, the their time. The, you know. And they really did AM Radio is like my one of my absolute least favorite songs. I hate that song so much because Mr. Big Stuff kicks so much ass. And they friggin' took the... Did they sample it? Yeah, it's the Ugh. sample from Mr. Big Stuff. It's like enraging. That. It's like in the late 90s is when they did it, I want to say. Uh, it was in their like second album gross. after all the hits came out uh but they i mean they have five five songs that everybody knows uh art alexakis the lead singer of everclear has made an induction uh appearance he what did he do who did he induct inducted the city of santa monica del shannon who's that uh runaway and i wonder Oh, wow, wow, oh, wow, oh, the wow, song wonder. Runaway. I was like, Del Shannon, one of the Runaways. Okay, no. I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, what? I was like, that's a woman's name? Yeah. I'm like, he more or less <laughs> just did Runaway. He has like a, maybe a few other things. but he's, And he's, he's in? He got in in like 99. Yep. Because uh, nothing matters. It's all relative. Someone uh-huh. with one song from long enough ago can get put in the damn yep. rock hall. Uh, Somebody else art. with a whole bunch of hits and then have has no chance. Art. Alex Zakis inducted him. Very what did, strange. What did he give him a, a touching speech about it? He he said he more or less said like you know the song. I, every time I hear the song and this man's voice, it gives me chills. Blah 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 blah. Like right. So yeah, it seemed like it was not uh, a mistake. His booking, you know. I I love the song Santa Monica by Everclear. I think it's uh, one of the greats. I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and then I listened to it now that I live in California, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, hold up. It became like Beck's Deborah, where there's all those L.A. and California references in it, right. and you're like, oh, Zanku Chicken. I know what that is. Mm. Very, very similar band to me. Everclear is Silverchair. What is this? Collective Soul. Collective Soul. What were their songs? Dun, 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 so they dun, had dun, this? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, the world that I've known. World I know. So the first song was Shine, obviously. Well, oh, yeah, this song is great. December. Man, people. What a voice that man has. Yeah, what an iconic voice. So they had, I mean, they had a few hits, but again, it's a very Collective similar soul. thing. I mean, I thought it was Silver Chair for a right. second. Yeah, so, so that's kind of it's not it all, that important yeah. in, in my book. Mm-hmm. Oh, cake. Yep. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a very soft spot, a large soft spot for cake. Mm-hmm. I think they're awesome. But I do think that they are a band that evolved in no way. No, they were. They, they, they did their thing and they kept they doing were it. utterly consistent. Uh, yeah, that was one of the first uh, albums I bought. Boy, I had I had like th- three of them. I mm-hmm. had Fashion Nugget. I had Comfort Eagle. Comfort Eagle. Prolonging the and Magic. And I had Prolonging the Magic. Was the one I got. I got on at the very end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one that had Short Skirt Long Jacket on it? No, that was had that Never There on it. Oh, Never There. Yeah, the Short Skirt w- is Comfort Eagle. song to feature a dial tone. Oh, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> and that thing that he hits... Oh, the like the with the ball and the yeah, <laughs> I've seen that in bands. Uh, I've sure. seen them live, and my dude does not let up with that device. <laughs> He's Is going he... ham. Oh well, you know when you get a little fun uh, toy, toy you want to play yeah, with it. it when it becomes your sound. Yeah, when you don't have any other instruments. Bone, bone, bone. That sorry, bone thugs. You have two songs, right. and it ain't gonna happen for you. No. You got first of the month. And, and he this. got Crossroads. The Crossroads. Uh, I feel, I mean, they were huge hits. Yeah. Which is why I, I slopped I'm them like, slightly I'm like, wow, you really you bumped them up. Yeah, but I think they just, because they had, I mean, those singles like went platinum. They were by and no they means. And they are still played, niche. especially are, yeah. in California. Mm-hmm. They'd be playing those Bone Thugs on the radio. Mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and radio. Wow. For real? <laughs> Shania, there she is. The aforementioned. Let's go, girls. Shania Twain does become eligible this year. You know what? Induct the divas, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it. But if you if you skip to Shania, is that not the most racist thing you could do? Yeah. Not put in. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta put in Whitney. Whitney. Induct them all. Mm -hmm. All divas class. I want an all divas class and put in Celine. I do not care. Uh, If if you go to our our Twitter, you can see Kristen. Doing a, a little modeling for the new Induct the Divas temporary tattoos. Designed and shipped to me for my birthday by fan of the pod and friend of the Kristen, Lindsay <laughs> Noel Whiting. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, you know, I also think at some point we should have a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> we will send you. Like, I think that's if a good you send, idea. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with a good, fun way to like make it fun for you guys, too. So it's not just like, send us an email and say you want one. Boring. Mm-hmm. We're right. going to do something no. more fun, it'll and Joe's sp- going to think it up. It'll be spectacular. <laughs> I'll, put a, I'll put a lot of work into it. Uh, maybe controversial putting this artist over Shania Twain, but I felt like it. Whoa. All right, Cotton Crows. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They... They had so many big songs. Like the nineties mm-hmm. belonged to the crows. Yeah. <laughs> the crows the descended black crows, the and counting feasted crows. upon a feast of crows. Yeah. Um, yeah. The album August, August and Everything, and Everything After, which after was ninety three and you know I mean that's iconic, seminal. I hope someone comes on and talks about counting crows someday because mm-hmm. wow, they that I have a very, very specific memory about that album, which was like I was maybe I was 13 and I was on a road trip with my mom and my stepdad, who I don't super get along with. Mm -hmm. And we drove from Chicago to New York and we listened to that album a ton, a ton, ton, ton of times. And I know all the songs on the Raining in Baltimore. It's like, have you ever been a moody teen in the backseat of your stepdad's car? There you go. There's your soundtrack. Raining in Baltimore. Yeah, Ooh, I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're, we're still kind of in the category, it's still in the category of artists that I don't think will get in. Yeah. Uh, but I bet if somebody stand for them real hard at, mm-hmm. at the meeting, I think it could happen. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are they uh, an interesting- They stuck around is the hardest part about them. Right. Uh, but I feel as though there has been, and maybe I'm making this up, or I'm just, and my sample size of the people I talk to is small. You think they're a joke? 
I feel like they have come around from being a joke. I think they became they were very popular. I mean, it's hard for an artist whose uh, lead singer, a band whose lead singer looks as goofy as Adam Duritz, yeah. to not become a joke. He's I got think. a dumbass look. He looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, with his long. White he looks dreads. like a Simpsons character, right? Specifically, with yes. that goatee he looks like, too. Like yeah. it's very easy to slot the like animation parts onto him. Yeah, he looks like he should be a sideshow, like yeah. along with yeah. sideshow Bob, sideshow side family, Mel, sideshow Adam. Yeah, um, put a bone in right between through, those dreads, right in them dreads. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do think there people are starting to come back to Counting Crows with a little more credit. I think they're a band that will get more credit later in mm-hmm. time, like. That's what I think. I I think that we're not we're still not far enough away from them to ever be considered for the hall, but mm-hmm. I do think that eventually Mr. Jones is going to become like the big song for like EDM to cover oh boy. for like EDM covers or something like that. <laughs> do, do, do. do we talk you we talk about this they, also. You think that up. they do not age well, right? I don't you think, think that that because they no. don't get played on the radio. I think for a band that's at, that's the Dave Matthews band, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, for a band that was so popular, I think it's saying something how much they've disappeared. Yeah, but they haven't disappeared to their fans. I do think that people still. Yeah, but go neither to their has uh, 311. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. All right. Fair do. Fair do. I mean, we give them a little more credit, but. I don't know. I just I feel like again they were they were huge. They were on top of the world, and then they just were not able to maintain it, even in the hearts and minds of the public. It feels no, to me. it's true. And they they had that whole thing where they dumped sewage, their tour bus <laughs> dumped sewage into the Chicago River onto, onto a to, onto a like riverboat cruise in Arca Chicago architecture riverboat cruise, and it was while I was living there. Were you living mm-hmm. there when that? No, happened? I was not. I think I had just moved there mm-hmm. when it happened, and uh, that like yeah. bad, it really bad press. It, it tainted <laughs> Chicago's view <laughs> of, uh, of the DMB. Mm-hmm. They can still sell out Soldier Field, though. Yeah, I know. So it's it's hard. I mean, there are. I mean, as you know, also I... it wasn't Dave Matthews who pushed the button and was like release the turds. Like it was his it was his bus driver, and they like paid a bunch of reparation money and like donated a bunch to right. charity and all they sorts felt of bad about they it. felt pretty bad but i believe it was dave matthews <laughs> we don't know we don't have eyes on the scene <laughs> we'll never know we'll never know uh but yeah I, there like i was like you know um there is a community online of people who follow the hall and <laughs> they are making predictions and a few people are making first ballot Dave Matthews predictions, which I think is Whoa. kind of insane. Here's what I think, though. I do think if they get on the ballot, they get in. That's a wild swing. I just that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you're not. I don't think you're I'm alone in, in I'm thinking that. I'm not in that, the game though. of being right, though. So right, no. <laughs> this is you're a, just all. You're all passion. I'm all passion. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I don't. I just. I, and I also, don't see I 100 would love to see them perform at the induction ceremony because I do think they could probably do a great job. Mm-hmm. That's why. We might have another Pearl Jam situation on our hands. Though, yeah, with we totally and would, and we'd people. be so screwed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'd be crowdfunding <laughs> to try and get tickets to the damn induction. Okay, this next artist is an odd one, but there's a particular reason why I'm, I'm ranking them so high. And you might not even recognize this song. Oh, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the Roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This I love this song. This song's great. Uh, yeah, this is The Seed featuring... Uh, 2.0. Uh, what's his name? Cody Chestnut. Cody Chestnut. I was like, it's not Kenny Chesney. It's Cody <laughs> Chestnut. That song rules. That song's really great. I think with most people, The problem though, with The Roots is they have not had any mainstream hits. That's, yeah, that was That the is point. the most mainstream yeah, hit Yeah, and I feel had. like maybe you can help me that. place it. How do I know that song? I, is it I, the theme song of a podcast? It feels like it would so, be like a public it, radio. It came to me on a CD that was sent to me in the mail. My friend burned a bunch <laughs> of CDs when I was leaving camp. I had been working at a camp job. Your friend and the Unabomber. And I had a really long, it came to me on an unmarked CD. And it was like, this is the future. No, I, I got it like in the mail. My friend burned a bunch of CDs for me and sent them to me for a road trip driving back from Vermont to <clears throat> Illinois. And one of the CDs was that um, Roots CD. And then also one of the other ones was Bubba Sparks. Oh, my God. And Bubba. 
uh, not the one with ugly on it. Maybe Deliverance. Bubba Sparks Deliverance, See, which you're, we can get going, into at some point. Yeah, when we cover Bubba Sparks, <laughs> we have someone happen. coming here to cover. It will never happen. But like, cover Bubba. So I, yeah, I loved that. But that was, I was listening to full CDs mm-hmm. because there was just no one. I had like two mixed CDs that I had made through like hard time and effort, mm-hmm. you know, arranging the yeah, tracks. Yeah, just, you know, pushing the crank, uh, <laughs> pulling the lever, getting those CDs burned the yeah. only way you know how, pouring molten lava. Yeah. Uh, Pinging the lasers. So The Roots, uh, obviously very a very respected band that's been around for a long time and, and, and still puts out good music. Uh, I mean, but the main thing is oh and also Lindsay Whiting sent me several mixed CDs for that road trip as well shout out again we thank you again Lindsay (laughs) thank you again Lindsay uh but Questlove is on the nominating committee yeah oh yeah and he's super involved in all in all hall politics yeah he's he's a uh, he's an all hall politician he's a leading figure in the nominating committee now does that mean his band would get inducted or nominated their first year of eligibility? I don't know. I think probably I think, not. But I do think that they will get in. Like It's so weird uh, because I really don't think they have a... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's hard to kind of sort out because the Roots were, like you said, never really a, a breakthrough. I mean, they broke through by being the house band for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, which uh, is... Wow. A real rock and roll move. Um <laughs> And Questlove is famous, but yeah, if you ask an average person a root song, uh, they're gonna they're gonna struggle to come up with something. So that, I don't uh, yeah, I would say the seed always, mm-hmm. but I'm looking. I'm like, what? Man, yeah, I looked up some other songs. It was, and they, it was they Phrenology just... that was the album. Yeah, right. Uh... Supernova, our, come on, girl, get in that girl rock hall. Is... Put her uh, in there. Now we're starting to, so that's Liz Fair. We're starting to get to artists uh, that have a, a chance uh, that could get in. Uh, we've talked about Liz Fair extensively. There's not uh, much else to say. Uh, it would be very cool if she wound up on the ballot first year. It would I, be so cool. I don't know, though. Because, well, she we just all know had I've had a 20... dream she where all... Liz Fair was on the ballot. Yeah. We all know that I've and had I a dream. And I was excited about it, too, right? Was I excited in the dream? Yes, everyone in the room was excited. Great. As you might recall, my Rock and Roll Hall of Fame dream, I was announcing the nominees <laughs> to a room. I had inside information, and there was a room of people, and they cheered when Liz Fair was on, on the well, list I think... with a Bauhaus. <laughs> I, make, I, hope that, I hope that Liz Fair gets on the ballot. That would be great, but I don't think it will I don't think that's happening. Uh, now, this, this next one I might have uh, slotted a little high. I, I don't think they'll be on the ballot. I think they might get it eventually. Oh, my gosh. Usher. Yeah. They're I about mean, to say his name in a second. There, there we go. Usher. I was like, Lil John? You think Lil John's going to get in? <laughs> Usher, yeah, he could get in. Just because, like, it's it's at a, at a certain point undeniable, like, how many hits, how many mm-hmm. monster hits, and for how long? I mean, he kept it up. We're talking, so 93 was his first, he released a single ahead of his first LP, which was in 94. Well, and that's also the tributary that's going to lead to, like, Drake and Kanye and all those rappers, like, mega star hit making rappers getting in. Not that, like, Usher is not a rapper at all. He's an R&B singer, mm-hmm. but that's the tributary that's going to get them in. Uh, Jay-Z. Interesting. Jay-Z will also be the tributary for, for those Yeah, people. I see that more as a, a direct line. I guess I was just thinking, I was just like, the thing about Usher is he was just such a big star. And I feel like, you know, there aren't that many iconic, like, hip-hop stars from that era. He's like Or like one R&B, like male yeah. R&B stars. And then I was thinking, like, who's it today? And it's Drake right now. I would compare Bruno Mars more to Usher to me, Ooh. I think. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Just because I, I do not think of Usher. I don't, Usher's not a rapper. No, 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 no. But uh, he's definitely an R&B I, I see what star, you mean. Yeah, like. Drake. And um, I feel like Drake, no, Drake is a rapper, I guess. No, Drake is a rapper. No, I mean, he's just a soft Drake rapper. contains multitudes. He does. Uh, he's just, but I just, I meant, like, as far as, like, a mm-hmm. superstar is concerned. To me, like. Usher was a much bigger star than Bruno Mars has been in, like, to to yeah, young people. Sure, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, Usher came up at a time when you could be 
super, super famous. Yeah. Uh, whereas we're kind of, I mean. Like we, Will Smith. Oh, my God. Like Will Smith was a really famous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Will Smith was like the most a famous person yeah. for a little bit. I, mean, I could, he's still incredibly famous, but I guess yeah, but could there was, Will I mean, Smith at get the, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I just think we've come too far. It just couldn't no, happen. No, 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 yeah. Uh, but I could see a world where Kanye gets in before Usher. I could too. Oh, fully. Well, Kanye has more of whatever they're looking for as far I mean, the, as the attitude of rock and roll and is concerned. Yes, and, and also just the critical adoration. Yes, and um, just the fame. So Usher, I think, will be a... Uh, Usher was never that critically acclaimed. I'm thinking no. about your little categories and your Mm-mm. little categories. Wow. Demeaning, yes. condescending, and honestly rude. <clears throat> Taking back my power. Wow. Uh, I think, but yeah, I, and thinking he's more about almost it. And he's, and he's a almost bon Jovi. too popular. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a almost bon Jovi. an R&B Bon Jovi. Yeah, where... he's R and Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, but yeah, where he was just so popular for so long and had, su- had yeah. such massive hits that have... Uh, stuck around and he's just he's just so famous uh, it's hard to dismiss his career these are my confessions Strumming my pain oh Lauren or is this the Fugees this is the Fugees, Fugees. singing my life with his uh, so the Fugees man they used to be so good the best <laughs> and then they got so bad they, I mean, well, they, just they just burnt sold, out. They, they black eyed peased it. What do you mean? Like they, I, I kind of think of the Fujis as like. No, the Fujis were great, and then I just as feel burning like, out. I don't, I don't, I don't, because you know, pretty quickly after they split, I guess, and then they split. I guess I'm more talking about Wyclef. Right. Okay. Sure. 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 That's I guess what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Fujis are relatively untainted, in I think in that regard, yes, as a group, but they just really didn't stick around for very long. They had the score, which was an incredible album yes. and like a, a monumental hip hop album. Uh, their longevity, their lack of longevity, I think, really hurts them. Uh, but I think they're without question one of the most important and one of the greatest hip hop groups there is. Yeah. And also, if you're on the fence about inducting Lauren Hill, because she is also someone in a few years who will be She's eligible. A, it's the 20th anniversary of Miseducation right now? Right now, yeah. Oh, okay. I believe. Because uh, she's touring with it. 98. I mean, we'll see if it... 97, yeah. Um, we'll see if it happens. We'll see if she shows up to these dates, but she is touring right. with the the album. She's mm-hmm. doing that. It's like... Uh, but this is a way to get her in, you know... And she just performed at the last she one. She did. She's, she's showed up a few times, you know? Uh, I would love to see the Fugees in. I think I think and they also would be great. like no shade to Wyclef just but he has been involved with some corny ass shit. Mm-hmm. But like Gone Till November is an incredible song. That is good, yeah. Um, so like sorry. And you know what? Give it up to Praz. He did get a superstar after after the Fugees. So it's the third member of the Fugees. Oh, Praz. but Wyclef was also in Ghetto Superstar. I don't think wasn't he? Was, I, it was Praz and Old Dirty Bastard and oh. Maya. Maya singing the hook and. Mm-hmm. ODB is coming in with the. But Wyclef is not on that. I don't think so. Oh, it's just it's Praz. It's my man Praz. Wow, I didn't even know who the third member of the Fugees was. I like to say Praz. It might be Pras, but I bet it's Praz. Pras, Pras. This is our man Jeff Buckley. Oh, okay. I was like, Leonard Cohen is already in. Yes, Leonard Cohen is already (laughs) in. But this. I mean, I I love Jeff. I love um, what's this? He had like, didn't he have like a little EP or Grace? something? Grace. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a full length. Uh, a that, little, your little list. His little, his little list, and Jeff Buckley's little album. Uh, yeah, that's we have another one who you know uh, tragically did not have a a long career. But that Grace album is really um, so critically It is so good. And it's really good. It's one of those albums that when you discover, you're like, what? Why doesn't everyone know Mm -hmm. about it? It's so good. He is a a critical darling. And also, it's hard to kind of remember, but this is the kind of definitive version of Hallelujah. Even though we obviously associate with Leonard Cohen, who wrote it, but the story of Hallelujah is a, a long and complicated one where he couldn't really ever... Leonard Cohen could never really finish it. 
and he, it like really uh, haunted him. And he did, and he kind of put it out on an album, and it didn't really do anything. And he was just like struggling and constantly changing the lyrics, and he just never liked it. And then uh, John Cale from the Velvet oh, Underground, and a, and a solo artist in his own right. Very Your true. Goes, la la la. I like that song a lot. Um, he <laughs> he covered it years later, and uh, Leonard Cohen heard it and was like, "Okay, is this song something?" And then it kind of revived the song, and Leonard Cohen was playing a little bit more. Uh, live, and then when Jeff Buckley covered it, then everybody like freaked out. What year was it that he did that? Was that on Grace? Yeah, so that would have been so. Jeff Buckley had an EP in '93 before Grace, which was '94. Man, the ultimate, the definitive version of Hallelujah to me is Kate McKinnon as Hillary Clinton, as Hillary Clinton on SNL after the election, after the goddamn election. Yep. Uh, but Je- I mean, Buckley is someone who has, like I said, like. He's on all the Rolling Stone lists, uh, both this song and Grace as an album, and him as a singer. I mean, like, he was ranked among the greatest singers of all time. Did uh, he commit suicide or he died? It's, uh, it's unclear. Did he drown? He did drown. Yes. Okay. And it's the th- what's weird is he had his. Did he drown? <laughs> now, now tell me something. Did Jeff Buckley drown? Did he drown? Uh, he had his boots on, which people find suspicious. Like, if he was going swimming. Why were why were his shoes on? No one's really sure. A lot of people think that he didn't. Some think that he did kill himself. It's uh, unclear. It is tragic, though. Our man, our man, Jeff. Boy, yeah. Last goodbye and lover, you should have come over. Those are those are my two fave mm-hmm. tracks. He was good. And now switching gears. He'll get in. Yeah, I think he will. Do you think he's going to be first ballot? Um. I just want to make sure, in so case anyone's unclear. Weren't sure, who it was? It's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Uh, I. It could happen. I think as as Are Funkadelic in mm-hmm. and is um uh, uh Parliament. They went in? in together. It went in oh, as okay. Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. Uh, which sometimes you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're in. Okay. Yeah. So with Snoop Dogg, I don't know. It's the hall has inducted hip hop artists often there are a lot of fyes who are hip-hop is ice you know t in ice t is not in ice cube with nwa but not okay solo. but not solo the hip-hop artists who are in the hall are grandmaster flash and the furious five run dmc public enemy the beastie boys tupac and nwa no biggie he's not eligible until next year okay yeah. I just meant it's no biggie. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did I miss that? Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, Snoop Dogg could wind up on the ballot, but you wonder if... So LL Cool J is not in yet, and LL Cool J should be in. Because the ladies love Cool James. That's what I've heard. I Also, I found out recently his name's not James. It's not James? No. Wait, what? Is it's his like, name like Sean? It's like Tony or something. No. I have to look this up. Okay. But someone was talking about him and they used his first name and they were like okay his his name's he goes by todd his name's james todd smith okay but people call him todd and it's like why the whole thing if his name is james it's okay can you imagine if he was ladies love cool todd yes i cannot um yeah i guess what i'm thinking is you know if if they want to try and get ll before snoop do they keep snoop off the ballot it's kind of fucked up that if you're strategizing about this you don't want to put too many hip-hop Artists on the ballot for fear of none of them getting in. Or induct them both. I don't I know. know right? Maybe have an all-hip-hop ballot. Maybe Would be have, cool. I don't know. Because also we have Eric B. and Rakim, who I think are deserving, who've been eligible. A tr- Tribe has been eligible for a while. Oh, put Tribe in there. Tribe I'm absolutely tell you, needs to get I've in. Been, I'm all about theme years, guys. Let's do it. Uh, but, but first, everybody knows how I feel. Induct the Divas. We're going to get to uh, one other hip-hop artist who is my uh with a bullet well you already did snow nominated. so i don't know i did so what be. could it possibly be but let's keep going yes cheryl okay i just came back from kentucky where i was also driving a lot with my friends and we bought tuesday night music club at a thrift store we bought hootie and the blowfish cracked review and tuesday night music club and then also a hard rock cafe live cd and then also a horrible uh um 60s like original like a a compilation cd of like 
um, awesome soul songs by the original artist. And we were like, mm-hmm. awesome. And then we realized it was new recordings no. by the original artist. And it was such a disappointment. But Tuesday Night Music Club is a great album. All I Want to Do is an undeniable hit. But and there she's is got a some lot of filler undeniable. on that yeah. album. Oh, for sure, for sure. There is like a weird funk song on mm, there. The last like two that. songs are both five minutes and fifty seconds Literally. or something like that. Like it is. But that album's oof. got strong enough, right? Yes, uh, strong enough. It's got all I want to do. It's got strong enough, and it's got um, uh, of uh, uh, if it makes you happy. Is that if on it that makes one? you happy? Yeah, uh, I mean Cheryl had some monumental hits, and she went and she kept <clears throat> going. She didn't she just sure have did. that one album. No, she no, did no, no, more. no. She had a career. She had a long career, she and she had, was huge. Yeah. She was very, very popular, uh, and deservingly so. Uh, she seems like an artist. And that, also, her last name really is Crow. This is great. Put her in the hall. I mean, Cheryl. we know the '90s belong to the Crows. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. Counting <laughs> Crows, Cheryl Crow, Black Crows, Black Crows. The '90s belong to the Crows. Man. Um. I could see her being very uh, attractive to the nomcom and to the voters. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, she is very. She seems like she'd be in the Rock Hall. Cheryl shows up too to the inductions. Oh, come on then. She put was her part in. of the Linda Ronsat tribute, and she was part of the Glenn Fry tribute, and those were well, pretty recently. Well, you got to put her in then. You got to put her in. Does Let's put her in on the first she ballot. Make first ballot though. to me. Yes, well, but you know me, passion. Mm-hmm, I'm it's like, all passion. I'm like yes. Yeah, Kristen is running around the room. She won't sit down and focus. Like, to put her in. She, she put keeps her high-fiving in. people. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl, I really do. I would love it if Cheryl got in. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe how much I love Cheryl Crow. Yeah, well, she's how, my... How big of a fan I've become. She's my number three on this list of uh, first-year eligibles. I put her up high. We've only got two names oh my left. Gosh. Well, I think that she's, she's number one in my heart right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Put her in. Oh, Beckmother. Wow. He's eligible this year? He sure is. Put him in. Put him in yesterday. <laughs> I love Beck. Even though he's a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. I, oh, boy. I mean, he is so good. He is great. He is so good. And he is like, if you wanted a career as well, a as a solo artist, can you, th- I mean, can you think of a, a better one as a model than Beck? Wow. You know? He did it. He also has managed to like... He's managed to be problematic without being problematic. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he just has avoided it. In yeah, some no, ways. no one, no one wants he's to like go after Beck. Skirting a lot of controversy, all the, you know what I mean? He's. Just I mean, like, he's a he's a straight up Scientologist, and yeah. and gets away with it. He is, and like I've heard people be like, "Oh, well, he was born into it." And it's like, I okay. I don't even know if he was too. Yeah, and he and like yeah, he's always like he's. He's white. He's blue-eyed soul in some mm-hmm. cases. It's he's blue-eyed like, prince. He's blue-eyed on prince. T- at times. On Deborah basically sounds like a prince song, mm-hmm. and I love it. I did a drag king performance as to the song Beck. I did a lip sync performance uh, to Deborah. To Deborah, and it is to the song Beck. Lol. Yeah. What uh, the to hell? To the song Deborah. It's Deborah to me is it's such a perfect song because it is hilarious and it is so serious. Yeah, Deborah is, so is really Deborah oh. is like a prototype for Fly of the Concords. Truly, it truly is. Oh, that song is so incredible. That whole album, Midnight Vultures, is like it was very seminal. That was that year. That's the Fiona Apple when the Pawn came out that year. Midnight Vultures. Those were both really important albums to me. My freshman year of college mm-hmm. and ooh, mama. And Midnight Vultures might not even be in the top two. Probably not. Well, what of I albums? Mean, number one is Odalay, and then maybe Sea Changes as number two. Nah. I mean, Beck has nah, been able. I like party Beck. I'm not here. I'm not here for Moody Beck for sure. But I mean, he sh- he really shifted gears at a certain point and put out like sad acoustic songs, yeah. and they were really beautiful. And and it it was really uh, quite an achievement. He has been able to consistently put out pretty great albums. Since put him the on the ballot. Put him and Cheryl Crow doing a duet of picture. Cut Kid Rock out of the out of the picture. <laughs> so mean to do to Beck. Make him sing Kid Rock's part. In some fucking, what I would maybe call a novelty song. <laughs> My grandpa loved, loved, loved that song. Good Lord. He, it was one of his ultimate favorite songs. I could see Beck on the ballot. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. Put him on. It's it's hard it's hard to argue. Put him and built a spill on the ballot this year in my days, and then you put Cheryl on there. We, Come on. We, we, I, it, what's interesting is when when you come up with uh, 
as I was kind of researching and putting together who's eligible, you could put together a great inductee just from list first just year. Just from first year. You really could. But you know what? They won't. They sure oh, won't. Of course they not. sure won't. They're no. gonna put some trash on there. We're gonna have to deal with some foreigner. It's no. like Yeah. Um and this, so this is well, I think we're at the point where we're gonna play the last artist. Who do you, who an is? artist that I think if they're not on the ballot, I'll be upset. And I also think they like they should be inducted immediately. Yeah, oh my gosh. I mean, I was just in the South. We were... Outcast. Um, I don't... I mean... They are... Jesus Christ. They are geniuses. And yeah. I want them in so badly. Outcast is the greatest. I mean, if, if we even go through the categories, like, so critically adored, uh, beyond belief... Believable. They are super popular. I mean, was there a bigger song of the decade than Hey Ya? I don't know that there was. Nope. Um, Stankonia, nope. Aquemini, Speakerbox, Love Below. Uh, yeah. In like without a doubt, in the conversation of the greatest albums of all time. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, yep. and then you just off off the damn dome, you go yep. through songs, and it's like, yeah, hey, ah, uh, and then on that same album was the way you move, mm-hmm. which was uh, feels like a sleeper because hey, ah, uh, was so huge, yeah. but the way you move was everywhere. It's a great song, and too. is is boom, so good boom, and so popular. Boom. I mean, we were talking about we were listening we listened to the whole world uh, on my mm-hmm. road trip, and that that I love songs that have a marching band in them. Mm-hmm. I love songs that have also the Idlewild soundtrack. Um, who cares about it? But the right. song, um, uh, more, more. So oh my gosh, the one that has the, the marching band in it. Whatever, okay. y'all. If you if you watched it and know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But oddly, it's a I'm, great song. I have not found myself listening to the Idlewild you soundtrack. The uh, it was Outcast as well. Right. Well, I, I know that they. It was their movie. Yeah. Um. Oh. I yeah. mean, Put Roses, Rosa Parks, so fresh and clean. So fresh and so clean. Oh uh, my gosh. Where, I mean, it just mm. outcast is, and and also genre defying. You know, is is hey, what is hey ya? Is that even a hip hop song? It's a pop song, right? It's just I like a, a perfect Morris Brown. That's the name of the song that I'm thinking of. I love it. Hey ya is just like a a perfect pop song. Yeah, that has every genre in it. They are like the perfect. I they are a perfect rock hall inductee. I but think... they probably will not get in. Oh my god! Yeah, because rock is racist. Well, here's the here's what I. Tupac got in first ballot two years ago, not long ago. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm ready for it. And also, we got Questlove on the nomcom. I think they will 100 percent be on the ballot. Great. Will they? If and then it'll be a test of will they get in? Have they diversified the voting body? I know. I've, we've heard that they are actively trying to get more diverse voters. That shouldn't matter. Uh, it really, I'm glad, they're, they're I'm glad that they're for doing everyone. that. But, they're but for, for Outcast, yeah, yeah. the idea that... Uh, Has your mom heard of them? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, I ju- yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll just... I, it could, it could, it's a very strong chance that we see, you know, Def Leppard getting in over Outcast this year. That is an infuriating thing that you just said. I, and I, I, Why did I you say that? Why are you ending the episode on this angry note? I'm, I'm mad. Wrong, Don't but, do this. Uh, again, like I was saying, if if it was just FYEs, can you imagine uh, a year of inductees where it's Outcast, Beck, Sheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, Jeff Buckley, and the Fugees? That sounds awesome to me. Well, that would be incredible. Uh, but of course that won't happen. And then you just put in built a spill for musical excellence or whatever. You just put them in. You just put them in. But those... I love that you put them at the very bottom. That was the first band you played. Because it's it's hard no. to it's I hard know to argue I know when I know truly know. But I want someone to come on and try so that mm-hmm. we can just talk about them for a little while. Uh, but those are those. Is Neutral Milk Hotel in the? What are you What are you even <laughs> asking me? Why would you even dare? I mean, not. I, I mean, they, obviously, they... but you are. You were about to say, "Are they in the hall?" Which is one of the. I mean, 
Ev- everything we've gone through, Kristen. <laughs> everything we have we have talked I'm a for woman hours. Of passion. Okay. We've talked for hours. I don't. I I don't respect the criteria. Um, I guess the last thing I, I want to say is that uh, for a moment I thought Jordy was eligible this year. Uh, and I, I put it in my uh, montage when I found out that Jordy's release was Who's in 1992. Jordy, Jordy, Jordy LaForge? Jordy, if you don't know. Me by now. So this is, uh, this is, we'll end on this. Jordy is one of my favorite things to ever happen. Wait, it's um, Jordy. Okay. All right. So Jordy became eligible for the Rock Hall last year, not this year. Have you never heard this? I've heard this, but I didn't know what it was. I feel like I've heard it in the world. I am rocking out for the listeners he at home. He looks like the dancing baby from Ally McBeal. Like, you genuinely do look like the dancing baby when you do your arms like that. It's I recommend everyone seek out De De Dechre Bebe by Jordi. How do you spell that? D-U-R-D-U-R. D E T R E. There's some, uh, you know, little pyramids and dashes and stuff. Bebe. Um, Jordy was a four-year-old pop you, star <laughs> who I think his his. How do you spell Jordy? J O R D Y. Okay. I believe uh, his career had to end because it was determined by a judge that <laughs> his parents were exploiting him. <laughs> Jordy was that was no. no that was number one in France for like 15 weeks or something. It was well, insane. I mean, it kind of rips, man. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, we we Jordy was not this year. Jordy was snubbed last year. I hope Jordy gets in. Oh my gosh, justice for Jordy. I guess that's yeah. Joe's ha- passion. Hashtag cause. justice his, for Jordy. His, pa- his passion project. Uh, but that about does it. Jordy. That does it for the the uh, potential Fyes. For this coming round for the class of 2019. Uh, Here we go. And that Hall. about does it. Here uh, we go, Hall. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stuttered. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.